Okay, the big difference between those who are super successful, happy and fulfilled and the person who falls beneath their potential time and time again, it comes down to the story that they believe about themselves. Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Yellow Chair Podcast with X, where we deep dive into the stories that drive our lives. All right, family, let's get storyfied. Let's talk about the story we believe about ourselves. You know, that is the most important story of all time, because that's the story that drives everything that we think, that we feel and that we do. And when we have control over that story, our own self-esteem, our sense of identity, we have control over our destiny. We have control over what we do. We have control over ourselves because we will continually put ourselves into a position to succeed. We will, as I talk about often, we will be directed and standing in a direction that allows that miracle, that magic to happen. You know what I'm talking about? Where we just find ourselves in the right places, in the right spaces, at the right times, doing the right things and getting the right outcomes. And it comes down to the story that we believe about ourselves. Because far too often, often, that story isn't authored by us. It is a residual thing that we've accepted over time based upon our adolescence and what we've been through, the experiences that we've uh, went through, the fear and the pain, the struggle, the challenges, the issues, all the things that we have accumulated throughout life have become our story. But unfortunately, unfortunately, those things that we have experienced, though true, how we interpret them and the perspective that we place on them and the importance that we place on them can sometimes be more than overwhelming and oftentimes not serving of who we are today, let alone who we want to become tomorrow. And that's the key. That's the key. Because for us to lead our story, we have to escape the old story, the old script, any story that positions us as, quote unquote, dude down or damsel in distress, where we are a victim of circumstance, that what we've been through is basically what we will always go through. And from that perspective, all we can see and all we can be directed toward is more of the same. So breaking that cycle, figuring out a way to rise above it and to start practicing and drilling and rehearsing a new story is key. It's key. So what are some ways that we, we can do that? Well, if we take some some examples from people who are super, super successful, is that they have routines, rituals and reinforcements that allow them to stay connected to that story of potentiality, that story of success. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that no matter how great you are, I believe that what allows you to stay in momentum and in that groove is that you have, whether you're conscious of it or not, routines, rituals, and things that reinforce your position to continue to rise. So what are routines, rituals, and reinforcements? Well, routines are the things that you do day in and day out that allow you to be consistent. They are your low bar minimums. There are things that keep you in a groove. There are things that keep you moving forward. Simple things that you routinely do. They're in the backdrop. You have muscle memory baked into them. They are things that you just do, the routine. And for many of us, that routine, 
our mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual routine, the things that we do subconsciously, the habitual patterns, we didn't set them in place on purpose. They are the residual gunk and goop and crap of living life and trying to survive. And that works. It's gotten you to this point, but maybe it's not optimal. Whereas those that I have seen who are the most successful in studying in this and obsessing with it in my own life, the routine that we purposely build to unlock and tap into the heights of our potential is monumentally important because that's where we're able to create consistency. Consistency. So wherever you are right now, you got to ask yourself the question. If I suffer from low self-esteem or my confidence is broken or I'm experiencing a downward cycle, I promise you that your routine is broken. You don't have routines to empower you to stay in a positive or empowering mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual space. So what are the things that you can set up in your life purposely, consciously, that you can routinely do every single day? And that key word is every single day. Because if you can't do it every single day, you will not be able to build on the power of consistency. You will not be able to pull it into the physical and the spiritual transformation space where I talk about it takes time for those that seed to take root and for that root to then produce fruit. It takes time and consistency is the key variable. So the thing that you put into your life as a routine needs to be something that you can do easily. There isn't any heroics. There isn't a whole bunch of effort. You can do it consistently every single day. So if it's a health thing, what can you do every single day? Can you walk for five minutes? Check. If you want to get up earlier, can you get up one minute earlier each day? Check. Something you can do each day, low bar minimum, make it a consistent part of your life, a routine, a new habit. Because each time you do it, it's a vote for this new reality, this new story, this new identity. And you got to rack up votes. We always try to be intense first and foremost, but intensity isn't the key strategy. The ground floor is consistency. It's having a routine. And you look out into the world, and I promise you, anybody that you respect, who is super successful, happy, and fulfilled, you will see, especially if you have the, the, the sight to see it and you can stand back from it for, for a second, you will see that there are routines in place to help them to be consistent. Right. They're in the right places at the right times doing the right things because there's a routine in their life. Right. That puts them into that position that helps them to think, feel and do the things to keep them in that what that rhythm, that momentum. Do you have that? Right. And if you would evaluate it from the other side of the coin, oftentimes when I see someone who doesn't have the best internal story, sure as shit, they have a routine that allows them to be consistently bombarded and reminded of the fact that they're less than. They practice, drill, and rehearse that story every single day in some way. There's something in their life that triggers it over and over and over again. When they come home, they hear something from their wife, boom, they go into that story every single day. They go to work, they have this experience, boom, every single time. They're having the routine experience of that story being triggered every single day, routinely, consistently. And that story stays in place Well, you have to snatch back that narrative by creating the conditions and the experience that allows you to what? Set the pattern, set the tone on your terms, your terms, 
not circumstances, but your terms. What do you want to think? What do you want to feel? And how do you want to act? Your TFA, think, feel, and act so that you can do greater than you've done before. You have to insert into your environment and your, in your circumstance and your condition the thoughts, the feelings, and the actions that are in alignment with where you want to go or the story that you want to practice during rehearse. And it doesn't happen on accident. So consistency, routines. On the opposite of the, the spectrum of being routine is being consistent with rituals. Rituals are highly emotional, supercharged experiences that push you into a thing to give your all to a thing. This combined with consistency can catapult you to whole new heights, right? But you can't be intense all the time by virtue of the word. If you're intense, that means that you're going all out. And if you're going all out, that means you can't hold it. So that's the mistake that many of us make. We try to be intense and we go all out and we can't hold it. We break down and then we say, see, see, I suck. See, I'm not worthy. See, I told you I'm not shit. Dude, you had the wrong strategy. You can't sprint forever. The, the, the world-class sprinters, the best athletes in the world can only maintain their top speed for like 15, 20 meters at a time. The rest is momentum. Intensity is not a strategy to be held all the time. It's a strategy to be applied sporadically at, in spurts where it is not only possible but beneficial. So what does that look like? Well, you move yourself into rituals that emotionally connect you and push you at spaced intervals. So, for example, your consistency routine, right, of showing up every day. Right? Say it's walking to lose weight. I walk for five minutes every day. On Sunday, last day of the week, I run for five minutes. I run for five minutes. Right. That's it. Right? I go as hard as I can for five minutes and I stop. Why would you do that? Well, one, you've emotionally put yourself into your position. and There's nothing like having a heightened emotional experience to truly connect you to your end outcome and goal. Right. Consistency is hard to feel day to day. It's easy to get lost in the idea that I'm not doing shit. Right. That's what it feels like. I'm being consistent, but it doesn't feel like the ball is moving. Well, consistency and compound growth is slow. It's happening, but you can't see it. So you have to have faith. And faith sometimes isn't enough. you got to have feeling right now to feel like you've done something. So that's number one. You will feel like you have done something when you went intense. Number two, after that intense bout once a week in this particular circumstance or, or example, you'll go back to walking and you'll go, wait a minute. This walking stuff feels a lot easier now. So maybe now you'll raise the bar a little bit with your walking. You'll walk for six minutes or you'll walk a little bit faster for five minutes because you've experienced intensity. But you still want to make sure that you can carry your routine with consistency every single day. And it's easy. But by being intense, you've raised the bar of where you can be consistent at. So that's a secondary benefit of intensity. All right. So you got to have those rituals. I call them rituals. For example, I go to the weight room. And I lift every day and I do stuff like that. But every now and then I want to make sure I'm peak performing. I have three days where I go all out. 
I may do a ruck march for 15, 20 miles. I may go climb a mountain or I may fast for three days. Like there's intensity baked into my schedule and my routine. In my business, I may have a week where I have this huge project I'm trying to push and I'm not sleeping as much. All right. Right. But that's the, that's an intensity on purpose to strategically push myself into an endeavor. And I know I can't hold it. So I'm going to come back to consistency and then now forever raise the boat or the bar rather. So that's the uh, rituals. So you have routines, you have rituals, right? Go all in. And by the way, rituals are monumentally important for remaining emotionally connected. As I said before, every tradition, every culture has rituals and those rituals are meant to what? Inculcate, to create culture, personification, identification with a thing. The rituals are what bond us. The rituals are what bring us together, not the routine shit, day-to-day, check-the-box stuff. That has to be done, like clockwork. But you also have to tend to the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual needs that we have as humans to connect at a deep level. And rituals allow us to do that. So do not discount being intense in your life. But you can't be intense every day. Christmas is not every day. It's once a year, right? That's a ritual. Once a year. Right. So you got to find your interval and you got to find your routine and your ritualized uh, pattern in a ratio. I would say no more than, say, eight to one, eight parts consistency to one part intensity for most people. If you're a superstar, you could probably do four to one. But let's move on. Last but not least, reinforcements. Everybody needs reinforcements. That story that you want to believe to help you feel connected to your highest self, you need a reinforcement loop. Meaning when you go into your deep, dark pit and you start feeling like shit, you need to have an if then else process to help reinforce you so you don't fall too far backwards. So that you can stop the car before it starts rolling down the hill and it gains momentum. You got to kill the the monster in the crib, if you will. So what does the reinforcement look like? Well, you know, once you start becoming more aware of the story that you've been practice drilling and rehearsing, that's not optimal. That's not putting you in the best position, you need to become aware of when that happens. And when it happens, you need to have a reinforcement protocol. All right. When I feel like shit, I'm going to call my best friend. You know, she always finds a way to to pull me up. So I'm not going to wait two weeks and everything falls apart before I call her. I'm going to call her right now and say, hey, you got five minutes. Here's what I'm feeling. Here's what I'm going through. Boom. You reinforce your position. You don't have to go spiraling downhill and lose control, right? You can get right back on top of it. Let's say you're trying to, you know, figure out a way to to believe in yourself and your business and what you're doing. What's your reinforcement protocol? For me, if I'm feeling like less than my most confident, I go look at the stories that I've, 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 uh, other people have said about me and I've helped them. My, my, my book of wins, my storybook, I could see hundreds of stories of people's lives that I've actually changed. And now I'm like, damn, that old story of me not being worthy or me of not being this is bullshit. I can punt on it quickly and move on. There's a reinforcement protocol and process. So many of us allow ourselves to lose our momentum and fall downhill right into the pit, into the deepest, darkest dungeon. And we're wallowing in it and we've been crushed And it isn't until we can't take that anymore that we find our way out, losing that precious momentum and having to start almost over from scratch. But if you have a reinforcement protocol, you can stop the skid immediately. What is your reinforcement protocol? So let's break this down real quick as we close out. 
Every person that I know who is successful, happy, and fulfilled, whether they are conscious of it or not, they have all three of these things in place. They have a routine that they do day in and day out that keeps them mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually in tune so that they can continue to author their best story. They also have periods, whether it's strategic or not, that are well-spaced where they can be ritualistically intense around the thing. Intense, go all out. And then they are able to rest and recuperate and go right back to routines, keep furthering their condition. And then last but not least, they have reinforcements. They have some process, something in their life that reinforces them when they may be falling or things are not going the way they want. And there's something that they can go to that gets them out of a jam, gets them out of a pickle. And they're always playing this continuum of routines, rituals, and reinforcement loops that help them to what? Author their best story so they can get better outcomes. They can be more happy, more fulfilled, and have much more impact in their lives and in this world. That's the key. So if you want to lead your story, you want to be your best self, you want to rise to the heights of your potential, you got to put a skid on that old story. You got to let go of those old scripts that have been placed there through circumstances, through you doing the best that you could to this point. Your next level requires a new story. And that story needs the room, the space, the time to grow, to take root, to produce fruit. And we give it that space, that time, and that, 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 that effort uh, to grow when we are able to stay with it. And having a routine, rituals, and reinforcement pattern purposefully, consciously can help you to do just that. All right, I'm X and I'm out. Hey fam, thanks again for joining me in the yellow chair. I want to invite you to go even deeper to take this to the next level by pulling out your phone and texting me at 800-425-2095. That's 800-425-2095. That's my direct number. Type in the word yellow chair. And when you text me, you'll be joining my X Factor weekly insider community where I send out resources to help you to continue to storify your life and to lead your story. So don't miss that opportunity. 800-425-2095. Thanks again for joining me here in the yellow chair. Make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share these podcasts. We're trying to change 100 million people's lives and you're a part of that. So thank you again. And I see you in the next yellow chair. I'm out.